You are now tuned in to episode two, Just Music Appreciation. First, I want to say all praise to the Most High for this gift, the Most High God. Just as seamless as I appreciate music, my prayer is that I am seamlessly able to tell you this story. On tonight's episode of Just Music Appreciation, I am going to share my appreciation for music with you. I am also going to talk about the components of creating a full song. Most of these components are components that go uncredited or unnoticed because that finished product, which is a song, almost always supersedes all of the hard work that goes into creating that particular piece. I am going to illustrate the different components of a song by dedicating this episode, Just Music Appreciation, to the career of the phenomenal musician, singer, songwriter, and producer, Raphael Sadiq. Go ahead, pop your fingers. Pop your fingers for Raphael Sadiq. Before we get into talking about Raphael Sadiq, I do want to talk about my influences in music and... You know, the first times that I really remember listening and loving music, it goes back to at my grandmother's house, Friday night card games, Saturday night card games, there was always music. At that point, the type of music that was playing, it was, of course, like the Johnny Taylors and the Tyrone Davises, the Theotis Ely's, used to be my girl, Uh, was that like the, uh, who is that? The OJs, the OJs, that that type of music, that's what I was hearing at those card games when, you know, they were telling the kids to go in the other room while the the grownups play cards. So that's a part of, you know, when that appreciation for music started at my grandmother's house. I'm actually looking at a um, Polaroid picture. I'm on my cousin Jessica's hip and we're at my grandmother's house and she still lives in that same house till this day. And that house has been in our family for so long. Um, at my home, my dad, he, he, my dad always had stereo systems. He always had CDs. R. Kelly was in that, in those CDs. When I hear like Casey and Jojo, I think of my dad, like when I hear that type of music. So I was listening to that when I was younger in the car. Uh, we couldn't touch the radio. The CD changer, that's what we had. We had a CD changer in the car. But what was coming out of it was always good. So that brings me back to it. What also brings me back to it was um, the music that came on on the radio. You know, a lot of times as kids, that's all we really had was the radio. The music that was on local radio stations at that time was some really good music. A lot of the music on there was like the the Houston classics. Here, I wanna be a baller, shot caller, twenty inch blades on the Impala. Those type of songs. Um, I was even, you know, sitting in front of the radio on a Friday night as I got a little bit older, but I was still in elementary school. Sitting in front of the radio Friday night because that's when all the jams came on. I think it was like 107.5 in Lake Charles, Louisiana. 
And I would sit there with tapes, you know, prepared to record my favorite songs. So like I mentioned, the H-Town Classics, those were songs that I waited for to come on. Also like the Josephine Johnnies, you know, those songs. I was waiting for that to come on for me to record. So yeah, it was just, you know, a lot of different songs that I really loved at that point. And when I think back, it's it was it's like when I was younger, I loved the music. Uh, and I love how it made me feel. I, of course, I didn't know what about the music made me feel how I feel, how I felt, or I, I didn't know um, what the music was actually saying. You know, I just knew that it felt right, and it and it, it had a a lot of times had really dope bass lines because I, as far as I can remember, I've always loved bass in music. So if it had a really good rhythm and the bass was thumping, I probably really, really liked that song. I always had access to music when I was growing up. School, high school days, my dad, he bought, as we got a little bit older, we were no longer getting clothes and shoes. We were getting like TVs and speaker systems and radio stereo systems for Christmas and birthdays and stuff. So for one particular birthday, I got a um, a stereo system I would blast that stereo system in my room. You know, mind you, we lived in a small project house. So, I mean, the neighbors next door could probably hear the music. And, you know, my mom, bless her heart, she never made me turn the music down. Maybe she knew it, knew that it was something that I was passionate about and I loved. So fast forward a little bit. As I got a little bit older, I started appreciating live music more especially when I moved to LA and I had the chance to actually see performers perform live and how intimate and how passionate musicians have to be in order to present, you know, an actual live show. I um, started to appreciate music more then. I fell in love with the saxophone. I love the sound of a tenor saxophone. I also fell in love with the guitar. I really enjoyed hearing guitar solos and sax solos. Let's go ahead and get into the different components of of music and what artists and their teams do to make a song. So, okay, so of course there's musicians, you know, the people that, you know, plays the the instruments. So there may be a, a, a bass guitarist, there may be an electric guitarist, there may be someone on drums, there may be someone on the keyboard. Of course, there is someone always on vocals, unless it's just an instrumental type of track. For the most part, there's someone on vocals. That vocal person may be doing vocals and an instrument at the same time, depending on the type of music. Of course, there's producers who help to arrange the song, engineers who engineer the whole thing, the mixers and the masters. I'm going to compare Raphael Sadiq to those different components. This brother can play all of those roles. You know, he's, he's one of those brothers that could play every position on the field. I dig that. I really dig that. Um, just recently I saw, um, it was a video of he and Adrian Marcel were sitting, like just chilling, like just hanging out, like, you know, having a good time chilling with the homie type of, type of vibe. And he says, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. And I just held that with me because I'm like, coming from him, you know, a musician of 30 some, you know, years, like someone that has been creating music for so long, you know, so he's at a point in life to where he's like, stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I, you know, and I apply that to myself as well. It's like, you know, if I go somewhere and, and someone says, 
chats, let's do an interview. I'm like, let's go. What's up? You know, you got to be ready to do your craft. Raphael Sadiq. So let me tell you who Raphael Sadiq is because I know a lot of people listening are probably like, who is she talking about? Raphael Sadiq was the lead vocalist in the group Tony, Tony, Tony. A few of their major hit songs were It Never Rains in Southern California, Lay Your Head on My Pillow, Anniversary. You know, those are a few of the major songs that we were really into when we were, you know, coming up hearing different music. So I want to go back to the beginning of Rafael Sadiq's career. He's been playing the guitar since about six years old. Um, He started started playing bass in church. He was in a gospel group, I want to say. So that even goes back to the fact that most of these phenomenal artists come from a gospel background it's amazing you know just like Sam Cooke everywhere he went this brother had a guitar (laughs) you know so this is like the this brother's first love this is the love of his life this guitar and he's perfected the this particular skill to him it's a gift you know this is a gift that was given to him by God my question for him is you know how how are you able to continue to love to play and enjoy playing the guitar and creating music after doing it for so long? It's like, it's just amazing to see that he's still at it and still still in this thing with, with, with that guitar. And he ended up going on tour with Prince and Sheila E. So Sheila E, the percussionist, her band is the band that backed Prince on this particular tour. Raphael Sadiq, he auditioned to be a part of that that backing band playing bass. His stage name is Raphael Francis Sadiq. Sadiq stands for man of my word. If when he was younger, he told someone that he was going to make it with this music thing and he's going to love and play his guitar forever and a day, I think that he's a man of his word. His government name is Charles Ray Wiggins. Born in Oakland, he has roots in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Chicago. So that, I mean, that tells a huge, huge part of his story, his musical story, I would say. Toured with them, I want to say, for almost two years. Came home at that point when he went, I want to say he was like 18, you know, still teen, pretty much. So he's he's growing on tour. In Oakland, um, he and his brother and either a cousin or a friend, they you know, banded together and created the group Tony, Tony, Tony. Alrighty, so they started off with the album called Who? With a question mark. So yes, Who? It's like, you know, when somebody tell you something crazy and you're like, Who? With a question mark. And and they'd be like, I'm talking to the owl in the room. (laughs) That's That's what the name of their first album is. Now, this first album, just like titled Who, by Tony, 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 this came out during, it was like the midst of that New Jack Swing era. So the whole album just like grooves. And you know, during that New Jack Swing era, it was a lot of the music had the hi-hats just hitting throughout the song, layered on top of one another, making it almost like electric, electrifying, which sparks those whatever's in your body that makes you want to (laughs) move. One of the singles on this album is titled Little Walter. 
Now if you listen to Little Walter, you'll notice that the melody sounds the same as Wade in the Water by um, Fish Jubilee Singers. You know, that old Negro spiritual. So it goes something like, Hey, Little Walter. Hey, Little Walter. Hey, Little Walter. Listen, hey, Little Walter. Something's gonna get you, Little Walter. <laughs> Every song, even the ones that slow down, you know, like almost the love ballads, they still make you move. So I dig the first album. So the second album that came out is The Revival. Now, that's the album that It Never Rains in Southern California is on, Whatever You Want. That was a really good one, too. And then after that, they came out with The Sons of Soul. Uh, Slow Wine is on there. They talk about uh, when they spent some time in Trinidad, they learned a new dance, a slow wine. Don't bring me to Trinidad. Nope, don't do it. Uh, Lay Your Head on My Pillow. This is a dope song. Now, the bass line in this particular song, hopefully, I'm, and I'm pretty sure at this point, Raphael Sadiq did that bass line because I'm pretty sure at this point, he, you know, the group was producing for themselves. Of course, Anniversary is on that album too. That's album number three, House of Music. This is when I think things you know, kind of started to die down and the and the vibe of the group started to change. However, House of Music being Tony Tony Tony's last album, it was really, really smooth. You know, it's that smooth R&B jazz-like music. I really enjoyed this album. The first track on this album is titled Thinking of You, which is, I would say, like a sample of the Seven Sons of Souls praying for you the seven sons of soul they are a christian gospel group and peep how loving you the way that Raphael Sadiq delivers that melody it reminds me of the melody what's my brother's name man maurice maurice white from Earth, Wind, and Fire, how he delivered the melody on Can't Hide Love. You want my love and you can't deny loving you. That's that same melody. Like, I was listening to that song. I'm like, geez, this sounds so similar to something. What is it? I feel responsible when it comes to you. That means I think I'm addicted to you. I feel like life has just begun for us. Yeah. A few years pass, you know, he decides to go solo, um, does his own thing. Instant Vintage, that's a great album. The start of that album starts off with Sway, who is also an Oakland native. He he introduces Raphael Sadiq and, um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let me bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. I almost forgot about Lucy Pearl. How could I do that? Chaz, what are you, what is going on? Bring it on back, baby. All right, so Lucy Pearl. So Lucy Pearl came about after Tony, Tony, Tony. Raphael Sadiq, Don Robinson from En Vogue, and Ali from A Tribe Called Quest. So, I mean, just imagine you have this, this soul brother, and then you have a hip-hop brother, and then you have a, a soul sister, and they create a group. They put out one album, and I mean, when I tell you this album rides, like when I 
I one night I was I was getting ready to step out and I you know I w- I wanted to put on dance tonight because that that song like gets you in the mood to dance tonight you know I wanna dance tonight that particular song I mean timeless for real you know like we could run that in the party any party and it's gonna jump Hollywood now that track I mean Raphael Sadiq he cut up on the on the strings on this song I mean the, the strings are so wild and crazy it kind of reminds me of like that Jimi Hendrix type of strings. And um, remember the times, oh my gosh, that that song is a great song for me. Uh, Raphael Sadiq talks about how, you know, he, his friends knew that he, he always had that guitar and he would make it and be a star. Starts off saying that he remembers walking down the streets with no shoes on his feet. And it seems like he didn't plan all of this success that he's had, you know, that he had, had that he has. He didn't plan to be this great producer and, and a musician and able to play a number of instruments and be this great singer and stuff like that. It didn't, doesn't seem like he planned all of this. It seems like it just kind of came with his life you know and I think that that's great when God sets up your life like that it's like this this brother was six years old and he knew that he really loved to play guitar you know when God gives you your gift at that young age you know he gives you and tells you what your purpose is your purpose is in this life at that young of an age I think that's amazing everybody doesn't have that privilege to know what their calling is at six years old (laughs) and they love it you know so it's like God's will and Raphael Sadiq's will fell right you know hand in hand with one another peace and love to Raphael Sadiq and God you know peace and love and and thanks and much much thanks to God for revealing that to him at such a young young age and giving him that passion you know, to be able to execute and to be able to make people feel good, you know, with the things that he's been able to create. So they close out the album with a song called Lucy Pearl Tells. Now on this particular song, the song starts off with a little skit and it's Raphael Sadiq and another brother. They're talking and you hear Raphael Sadiq light one up and you know, he he and this guy are, you know, they're having this conversation and he starts to tell the guy, he's like, man, you might think I'm lying, but I was in a marching band, you know? And so the guy's like, oh, word, you know, for real, not you, huh? (laughs) And so Raphael's like, yeah, he he was like, you know, we used to play, I want to dance tonight. You know, they used to play that, you know, and he says, so he had a dream that a marching band played it. So he called the school of whoop-de-woo and all that. He got all of his degrees from Alabama A&M and that's also where he made, met Don Robinson. That same skit, he plays a clip of the band playing um let's dance tonight you know i i really love marching bands so to know that he first of all that he went to a school in the south and he was in the marching band of that school like that is amazing to me it's like our connection just got so much closer to one another because of you know his roots in the south
to the next album, which is his first solo album, Instant Vintage. Instant Vintage might as well let Raphael Sadiq it. <laughs> Big Crit just said that recently. So even Big Crit, I mean, of course, uh, Raphael Sadiq has produced um, some stuff for Big Crit, but I won't go too far into that. Okay, I don't know if I mentioned, but the instruments that Raphael Sadiq played, the bass guitar, so I've seen him with an acoustic, I've seen him with an electric. I've seen him on stage with a tribe called Quest recently with this like big ass bass instrument on stage. So that was dope. I've seen him do some stuff on the keyboard, drums. I know that he does the drums. He laid some of the drums, well not some, in all of his music. I mean, he does a lot of the live instrumentation himself. He does have a band though, full harmonica as well trombone so instant vintage it started off like i mentioned earlier with sway sway's introducing Raphael sadiq one of the singles is titled be here which um includes d'angelo who Raphael sadiq has also produced for and you guys remember the the untitled how does it feel by d'angelo whoa that's not even a question everybody remembers that untitled track specifically because of that video all we knew was that D'Angelo was on TV naked. <laughs> Everybody remembers that song. I remember I was a little kid and I would see that on TV. I'm like, man, this man is on TV naked. <laughs> I remember his body like the back of my head. <laughs> Father lead us not into temptation. Well, of course, Raphael Sadiq produced that song and he also played the bass line on that song. So when you get a chance, go back and listen to that song, but pay close attention to the bass line in that song. Number five on this album, the Instant Vintage album, number five is titled OPH. So in my words, I'm not too sure what the what those initials stand for, but my term is going to be other people's herb <laughs> so uh i did my own little rendition of this particular track on this album minus the strings and the bass so check it out dang the trees nice today in the park ain't they yeah it's real nice and peaceful out here Ooh, i like that car over there look like amani with some swangers on it is that Raphael Sadiq? It is Raphael Sadiq. You think he want to hear the virtuous Optimus podcast? You think you could just step to him like that? Come on, come on. Snap your fingers. Ooh, ooh. I'm sitting on the corner of the curve. Waiting for somebody to come by who wants to smoke that herb with me. Wanted to put in on this so we fine for you, fine for me. And maybe we can get a dime or two if you got more. Well, I only have a few. What can we do? Well, I'm sitting on a curb with the urge. To smoke some herbs for the need for the urge to smoke herbs. Smoke some herbs for the need for the urge to smoke herbs. 
smoke the mer. For the knee, for the earth, she smoke her. Smoke the mer. It's enjoyable. Take some out right now. Smoke the mer. Smoke the mer. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Y'all like that? <laughs> now, when you actually go listen to the song, it'll make it more interesting because you'll want to see what they did on that track, which those sisters on that track did awesome. They were awesome. And of course, I, I mean, you know, the bass on there was awesome. It almost sounded like an organ playing. I was like, dang, but it, maybe, I don't know, either organ, some type of bass. Now, the last track on this album, Sky, Can You Feel Me? What an amazing song. The song has like three different vibes to it, like beat change-ups and different singing. So the first song is like a it's like a soul song, like R&B. And then it goes into this like really funky type of womp, 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 like the, you know, the wah-wah with the guitar type sound, like just really, really funky. And Raphael Sadiq comes on and he introduces himself and he introduces the album as Gospodelic. Isn't that super funky? Gospodelic. And he's like, if you're wondering why it's called Gospodelic, it's because it came from God. You know, like, all praise to the most high. You know, he's giving praise. Dig that song. Love that song. Then it ends, it, it goes out. And then the track ends with a with a song that pretty much brought you to, like, a calm. As the song vibed on, you heard, of course, throughout the song, you heard the strings. And then you heard some tambourines start going. And then I heard a conga. Heard the conga, that bass came in there. And I think it was accompanied by like an 808 bass. I could be wrong, or a kick drum. Yeah, that was a nice touch to, to leave out with. So that's his first solo album. Second solo album, a, year, a few years later. Titled Ray Ray. The record label that it was released on is called Pookie Entertainment. <laughs> You know, that sounds like something out of the hood. <laughs> that is so dope. The brother that introduces Raphael Sadiq into this first album, second album, not first album, he sounds like Petey Pablo. <laughs> he identifies Raphael Sadiq as an urban legend. I definitely dig that. Definitely dig that for Raphael Sadiq. This is a dope album. You hear the strings on this album this is like introducing you to the 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 live music that you get on the albums to come it's like a little warm-up Raphael was warming us up and then he's introducing Raphael as Ray Ray so this is this is like Ray Ray the raw Ray Ray at this point dope album it really rides I know the bass lines is dope and then Tedra Moses is on that album 
on a number of songs, actually, and Tedra Moses, she's a great artist. She's from Louisiana. She's from New Orleans. You know, he's produced a number of songs for, I think he produced actually one of her albums. But Tedra Moses, that's another another topic for another day because I'm going to get on Tedra Moses too. I love her. And I mean, you know, you, you know a, a true artist when they don't drop another album for like six years. <laughs> You know, like that—that's true artists because those are people that really take their craft serious. You know, they actually take time with it, and you know, maybe doing other things in the meantime. You know, they may be touring or they may be working on other, which is definitely true for Rafael Sadiq. I mean, this brother—you know—in between his albums, he's produced for people. He's you know scored movies and created TV show. You know, like this brother has brother this brother. <laughs> his brother you know he been working you know in between everything that he's done my number one song all time is titled soul sister by Bilal. Bilal, you can look Bilal up it's b-i-l-a-l first album Bilal put out was firstborn second of course his soul for a long time i've really loved this song it's like if you know me you know that this is my favorite song like if you know me you've heard soul sister i've shared it with a number of people so as i'm researching rafael sadiq i see a list of the the tracks that he's produced and it's a i mean the list goes on and on then the tracks that he's produced for other people was his own tracks that he's produced so I saw Soul Sister on the list, and I'm like, the only Soul Sister that I know is by Bilal. Um, the next day, I'm like trying to find this song by Rafael Sadiq. So I start reading the, the credits and stuff for the song Soul Sister. I was like, let me just check it out. Let me see what's on here. So as I'm reading, I read producer Rafael Sadiq and um, M. Tume. So M. Tume was the group that put out the song Juicy Fruit. Now, M. Tume is the the last name of that group's creator, James M. Tume. And the group M. Tume, they also, um, they made the song um, Sugar Free as well. So the brother James M. Tume, along with Raphael Sadiq, produced that song, Soul Sister. M. Tume was also one of the writers, songwriters on that song, along with Bilal and um, another guy. So I, again, my jaw dropped to the floor because it's like, this is just confirmation that one of my favorite artists is Raphael Sadiq because you've created, you were a part of creating one of, you know, my favorite songs ever. So of course I had to go back to that song and break that song down. I broke down Bilal's vocals. It was a lot of overlaying in that song. And the, I mean, it was a, some guitar riffs in that song. I mean, the bass line. I mean, you, you know, is it? I mean, just listen to the song. I mean, I'm gonna let y'all listen to the song and you can have your own opinion about it. But once you hear Soul Sister by Bilal, it's like you can never go back. You can never go back. And I just want to stop to say Raphael Sadiq does not get enough credit for his vocals. I mean, this guy's voice is, for one, is very distinct and is unique. And this brother can actually sing. He can really sing. I've seen him on videos singing live. This brother can really sing. He like the total package. And by the way, this brother is aging so well, you know, so gracefully, you know. And I, I just, I'm just like, brother, man, you living a good life, man. You don't have no wrinkles. You don't have. You don't look stressed. Like, you know, this brother just 
looked like he just lived like a, a life of peace, you know, and it's probably that music and that guitar probably is a huge part of it. And all I can say is, Mr. Raphael Sadiq, if you don't have any children, I'm going to need for you to start sowing seeds into this world because we need some descendants. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we need some descendants. For real. Because we cannot let you leave without leaving any anybody behind, any descendants behind. We have to recreate you. You have to recreate you. All right, so getting back to it, this is Raphael Sadiq's third album, The Way I See It. So The Way I See It is an album, oh my gosh, he took it back to like the Motown era, that original rhythm and blues. Like when I tell you like the rhythm rhythm and blues mixed with that that gospel sound up tempo a lot of instruments the drums you know that i mean he did it with this album one of my favorite songs on this album is big easy it's a song pretty much a tribute to new orleans for hurricane katrina so the lyrics of the song is it's like oh my gosh you know it, it would it would make someone from new orleans when they heard it it would make them happy and joyful but at the same time it would make them reminisce on loved ones and people that they people and things and memories that they lost when that hurricane came to louisiana and he has a, a rebirth brass band playing in that song I mean what a way to set it off you know and I dug deep on into this album because I really love this album and the vibe of the album one of his influences from Motown was someone who was pretty much uncredited his name is James Jamerson is that the name god damn it Chaz uh oh let's take a walk and came on so let's take a walk i like what Raphael did with that song let's take a walk what he did with that song if you listen to the lyrics of that song the lyrics of that song pretty much is saying like i want you now let's take a walk but if you listen to the song let's groove let's dance let's swing <laughs> you know so i dig how he is able to just like the weekend the weekend is able to do this too like the weekend could talk about some off the wall stuff but it sounds so good <laughs> you know so that's what Raphael Sadiq does what he's saying is like it makes the vibe of this song like the vibe of the song and what he's saying is totally different but it works because I dig the vibe of the song so I think that's great as a songwriter I think it's great to be able to do that love that girl that's another one of my favorite songs he starts that song off you can tell by her smile she's such a love child and every man in this place would love to be in her face as the night settles down she be a lot of clever clowns and I'll do my best to be better than the rest she is so do you have you seen my smile you know i'm a love child that album is the way i see it the cover is i mean it's a great cover i mean you know this brother rafael sadiq he has going on with the look his vibe his style his you know like suave debonair intellectual you know he just got this look this brother just got it and this brother got rhythm baby i'm like i definitely gotta meet this brother i definitely gotta meet this brother i'm like all i need is about 12 hours i just want to chop it up 
Give me a little groove in with Raphael Sadiq, because I know he got the grooves making that good music. He got to have the grooves. I love that episode will be just a day in the life of a virtuous optimist featuring Raphael Sadiq. Next album, which would be the last album up until now that we've received from Raphael Sadiq. The album is called Stone Rolling. It's more bluesy and rock and rollish. Like the track Moving Down the Line, that bass line is super sick. Definitely on my wedding playlist. Makes you move. The answer, drum driven. And then the Stone Rolling track on that album reminds me of the Blues House. Like, just kicking it in the blues house. All of this music is derived from gospel and and blues and, and, you know, original jazz and stuff like that. Number two on the album is called Go to Hell. Now, this song um, reminds me of the same, that same bass line that Tyrone Davis had in Turn Back the Hands of Time that remember remember that song i mean i know you heard this when you were younger y'all know your grandmother played this song your mom played this song it's called turn back the hands of time Sadiq is the live instrument aspect of his music. It's just it just blows me away, you know, that this brother, you know, that he could get on a song and play the harmonica, or he can get on a song and play a horn, or he can get on a song and cut up on the 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 string. You know, this is an artist that has been out since we were some of us, you know, since we were little kids. And he is still thriving in music. It's not he's he's thriving because it's a label that's pushing him. He's thriving because this is something that he loves to do and it comes so innately to him. Like, I mean, it, it just blows me away to know that someone is so passionate about something like that. The last song on the album, the Stone Rolling album, is The Answer, which is a great song. He talks about how when he was younger, you know, it was a lot of questions questions that he asked but he didn't get really good answers to those questions and how many of us could say as kids we asked questions but really didn't get good answers to them so you know he's pretty much saying you know it's like don't keep that wisdom and knowledge to yourself like share it with your little sisters and share it with your little brothers you know lead them in the right direction don't let them fall you know because you know you know if he go run run down that street that there's a pothole and he probably gonna trip but you don't tell your little brother or your little sister that if he run down or if she run down that that road in that direction where that pothole is that it's a possibility they gonna fall into it and hurt themselves after a moment of silence for all the lost souls the brother legendary bassist larry graham joins in Ever since then, we haven't gotten a, an album from Rafael Sadiq, but like I said, he's been working. You know, he produced at least 10 tracks on A Seat at the Table, Solange's record that she did well with. I believe she won a Grammy for that record. So working on that, I mean, that, come on, man. When you hear Cranes, Cranes in the Sky, it's inevitable to not hear that bass line, and that's Rafael Sadiq on that bass line. There's no way that you can overlook him on that bass line. When I say bass line, 
together because I know a lot of people don't really listen to well some people don't really listen to bass lines and songs because it's overlooked by everything else that's going on in the song and it's easy to get distracted by other things in a song specifically to someone like Raphael Sadiq because his vocals are great vocals he has a very distinctive voice not many voices around sounds like Raphael Sadiq when you hear that voice you know that it's him or he's affiliated somehow you know number one is his voice and then the lyrics you know so you have his vocals and then you have his lyrics and you have all of the other instruments on top of the bass line so sometimes like I said the bass line is lost within that whole thing but when you listen to to Raphael Sadiq's music or any music when you listen to it listen to that bottom 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 bass and it pretty much the bass line it pretty much sets up the structure of the song me thinking about someone that plays bass someone that plays bass loves to be in charge that's what I think about someone that plays bass it's like they love to lead and they love to be in charge and not only do they love to lead and that they love to be in charge but they are actually good at leading and they're great at being in charge so when but when you listen to Raphael Sadiq's music listen to that bottom that bottom bass that bass line and you'll see what I'm talking about you'll be able to listen to his craft um again I'm gonna post a, a playlist with not only it's gonna be my bass line edition so it's not only gonna feature Raphael Sadiq but it's gonna feature a number of other songs where it's really groovy bass line so of course I'll have a few tracks on there by Raphael Sadiq and the groovy bass line it'll it'll show showcase a few other songs with groovy bass line. The playlist will help you to understand and to get a feel of what the bass line is. So it's just opening your mind to a, a new something, a new component in music to listen to when you do when you do vibe to music. That's what makes music overwhelming for me. It's so many components to music and I just get I just get so overwhelmed by the music and it, and it's a good overwhelming you know it's like luckily I can go back and listen to this song or listen to this album over and over again and I can listen to each component of it but in the, in the initial feeling is like I'm so overwhelmed like like Raphael Sadiq like I'm so overwhelmed by by him and by his artistry by the gift that he has been given by God you know being able to play so many instruments and produce tracks and you know it's like that that studio go-to he's like you want to hit track you want something that's going to blow you want something that's gonna feel good it's gonna touch the people's soul call Raphael Sadiq let Raphael Sadiq I'm telling you like he 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 does that you know he and that's great we need people that is able to do that I mean and I'm pretty sure like he's not the only one that not on mainstream tv and interviews and you know charts and all that every single day you know I'm pretty sure there's a number of people who have not really been acknowledged you know or as acknowledged as they should and nothing's wrong with you know mainstream people not acknowledging you because when you know what your abilities are and you're constantly constantly sharing your abilities with other people making their their art a masterpiece it's like, well, what do you need a Grammy for? Or what do you need a platinum record for? You know, like you're getting, you're getting, you're reaping your benefits when you sow that, you know, sow those things into different artists. And that's what he does. You know, he's, he sows himself into many, many, many people's lives and many, many, many people's records. 
which reaches other people. He's been a servant ever since he's been here. And I don't know if he knows it or recognizes it, but that's what he is. You know, he, he's a servant and it continues and continues and continues. And what the great thing about it is, is he loves it. <laughs> You know, so I mean that that's a that's a great brother. I really dig I really dig him as an artist. I really do. And one other thing that he that line that I read, I wanna say it was when I was reading about the Way I See It album. Now that title came from um pretty much being the way that he sees music. You know, this is what music is in my life, you know, this is what music is you know, this is the type of music that I listen to, or this is the type of music that moves me. So this is what I'm going to give you type of thing. Um, but yeah, he said that when he was creating that album, it was, you know, it wasn't about perfection. You know, a lot of times, even with me, I sit here on the computer and I edit these podcasts and I'm like, I want some perfection. Like I want, I'm taking out every minute that I'm breathing when I shouldn't be breathing. That sounds so weird, right? (laughs) You know, I'm taking out, I'm trying to get out all of this, all of this extra noise and, um, and, you know, and the way I say things and, you know, just, just being so profession, perfection, perfectionalistic. I just created, I I may have created a new word, profession, perfectionalistic, (laughs) perfectionalistic, but but yeah, you know, we find ourselves wanting to be that way. But he said that, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about the soul. You know, it's about what you're putting into what you're creating, you know. So if your soul shines through the the material or your art that you're creating, who cares about the imperfections in it? Because your your art and your soul will shine through all of those other imperfections. And, you know, people just have to take the imperfections with the perfect. You know, everybody can't be perfect all the time. You know, the the way that we see people on TV is not the way that they are every moment of the day, you know? So um I think that that was really cool that he he made that made that statement. It's, you know, it's, it wasn't really about perfection. It was about, you know, the soul and how and how it made me feel, you know. He's one of that those artists artists that um you know, create music for themselves but the people just happen to like it, <laughs> you know? So I always dig that. I, I can dig that. My baby sister, Kyra, today I was telling her, we have to love others as we love ourselves. So what that means is that we have to learn to love ourselves first. You know, we have to feed ourselves first. We have to nurture and sow seeds into ourselves first before we can even know what to share with someone else. You know, so it's like, I love myself a little bit, so you're going to love that next person just a little bit, you know. But if you love yourself wholly and fully, then that's how you're going to love someone else. That's how you're going to treat someone else. So if, you know, you don't tolerate any disrespect, you're not going to tolerate any disrespect from another person or any disrespect coming toward that person because you love them as yourself you know I feel like being that way in music sometimes you have to be that way because when you're creating something if it feeds you that's number one 
You know, if whatever you're creating feeds you and your soul and you're happy with it, you're satisfied with it, everybody else outside of that can have a piece of it. You know, you could, you're able to share with other people outside of what you've pleased self with. You know, I'm not saying be selfish. I'm not saying that because we weren't born to be selfish. We were born to be givers and to share with other people, you know, share with your brothers and sisters. But before you can do that, you have to know what you're sharing. You can't give your brothers and sisters just anything. You know, that's just like that homeless person on the corner. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't like it if someone came and gave you leftovers. So why would you give that homeless person leftovers unless he asks for it? If I'm going to give something to a, a homeless person, then I'm just how I would have gotten it, I'm going to get be sure that he got it the same way because I'm offended if someone offers me leftovers. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, because you didn't want it, now you're going to offer it to me. You've picked all over it. You've touched all over it. And now you want to give it to me? I don't think that that's fair. So I don't do that to other people. So back to, you know, being able to give to one another. You know, we have to know what we're giving before we before we give. And we have to give in a respectful way as well. That is all for tonight's episode of Virtuous Optimist Podcast, Episode 2. Just Music Appreciation featuring Raphael Stadit. I do not own rights to any of the tunes sampled on this episode. My goal is only to shine light on those who have come before us. So we thank you. All praise to the Most High for this gift. Without he, it's no me. Without he, there's no we. And if you like what you're hearing and want more, everybody say, hey. No, but seriously, if you like what you're hearing and you believe in the vision of Virtuous Optimist Podcast, which is a platform for for all of us, please visit virtuousoptimist.com, hit the sow a seed button in the menu and sow a seed into the podcast. My goal for the podcast is to not run any plugins, no ads, no, you know, all of that stuff that that will bring income into the podcast. I I don't want to do that. I want the podcast to be quality and things that you can benefit from and not necessarily always trying to sell something to you in order for the podcast to continue to run. Like I mentioned, if you love what you're hearing, do us a favor and sow a seed into us so that we're able to continue to grow. Also, subscribe to the podcast at virtuousoptimist.com. That way, we'll always be connected. Um, Sooner than later, we'll have a newsletter, monthly newsletter coming out. The title of that newsletter is The Language of Virtuous Souls Playlist. Of course, I will push those playlists out as I push out episodes as well as merchandise. We have some merchandise coming pretty soon. But like I said, we have to continue to sow seeds into the podcast so that all of these things can come to fruition. Follow us on Instagram, Virtuous Optimist. Follow us on Facebook, Virtuous Optimist. We're also on Twitter, Virtuous Optimist. No T on the end. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Give thanks and praise to the Most High always. Peace and blessings. In loving memory, Jeanette Pryor, also known as Net, also known as Mummy. Peace and love. We love you infinitely. Baby doll. Don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass. Might be snakes there in that grass, Grandma. Local unwed mother, grandma's hand, 